Welcome to Rust Belt Abolition Radio, my name is Cave Syed. In this special bonus episode released on the anniversary of the 2018 nationwide prison strike, we speak with two Ohio prisoners, David Easley and Mark Houston, aka Mustafa, who called us from inside Toledo Correctional Institution. Both Easley and Mustafa were involved in the 2018 prison strike and experienced brutal retaliation as a result of their activities. They both reflect on the prison strike, state repression, what sort of steps need to be taken in order for immediate needs to be met inside, as well as on broader abolitionist non-reformist reforms. Hey everybody, revolutionary greetings. My name is uh, David Easley, or everybody referred to me as Conrad Easley. I'm with the Ohio Valley IWOP. Since last year, we've been organizing in the national prison strike, and um, I've been dealing with a couple situations of retaliation since the 2018 national prison strike. I was transferred out to Supermax. TV destroyed one of our comrades, uh, Keith Lamar. He wrote the book, Condemned. He was also the attorney general of the state of Ohio recently filed a motion on behalf of the state to execute Keith Lamar, and they granted the motion in December. It set its execution date for November of 2023, and our other comrade is uh, Sadiq Abdul-Hassan. He organized the work stoppages during the 2018 prison strike as well, and they're at uh, OSP. So anyway, what I was calling in was to talk about prison abolition, and I'm in the state of Ohio, and I'm looking for any type of uh, outside support from abolitionists, anarchy, I want any type of support, anybody interested in helping them. I'm organizing the Right to Vote campaign in the state of Ohio. And, uh, Amani Sawai, we're in, we're in, uh, we're working together on the right to vote campaign across the country. So far it's 11 states and I would like Ohio to be the 12th state. Many people have concerns about reform tactics and recently I've been discussing with, uh, people about what Ruth Wilson Gilmore, the, the author of the book, The Golden Gulag, referred to as the non-reformist reform. And other people agree that if you have the right to vote in prison, those are one of the strategies and tactics you could use to offset and destroy capitalism. So if anybody's interested, I, I, I would appreciate it if you reach out to me. So far, we got uh, the Social Justice Institute, Case Western Reserve, Oberlin College, and the Ohio Democratic Socialists of America all involved. We're organizing the Right to Vote campaign in the state of Ohio. And recently, Ohio and Michigan, they, lo- they lost uh, the lawsuit, the gerrymandering lawsuit in, in these states. And it's very important that people that understand that uh, that's raising all these issues about gerrymandering. A lot of people know about political gerrymandering, but they don't know about prison gerrymandering. And uh, so it's very important that we win the right to vote in the state of Ohio and then all throughout the other 50 states so we could offset this gerrymandering because, like, recently I read an article in the Workers' World newspaper called Black Bodies Creating White Power, where they would take prisoners from urban areas and they lock them up in these prisons and, like, mostly all white rural country areas, redneck areas, and they take the prisoners, they they take the prison population and count it not from the area that he's from, 
but the area that he's locked up in. And this, and this, it results in a higher electoral college count. And in this case, in the state of Ohio, the districting maps is the, the way it's designed. It's designed to, uh, they say that right now, Ohio, the Republicans have a better advantage for the 2020 campaign. And this is how Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, but Donald Trump ended up becoming the president because he won the electoral college. So it's very important that people, um, especially in the state of Ohio, look into this uh, right to vote campaign. Like I said, reach out to me. After the uh, 2018 prison strike, uh, we had another strike in no- on November 2nd, and uh, we refused to come back inside the prison. And they got the SRT team, which is equivalent to the SWAT team, and they came outside. I'm at the Toledo Toledo Correctional Facility, may I add, in uh, Toledo, Ohio, T-O-C-I. And uh, the SWAT team, the prison SWAT team came out there, and they shot us with rubber bullets and mace and things of that stuff. We was protesting about solitary confinement and different issues, but it's still an ongoing situation. Solitary confinement here is terrible. Recently, the United Nations and um, passed international laws to ban the use of mentally ill prisoners in solitary confinement. Well, Ohio was complying at first, and then all of a sudden, in the past year, they're no longer complying to solitary confinement laws. They created a block where they put in a bunch of mentally ill prisoners in solitary confinement here in Toledo, and they're not giving them no mental health treatment. And uh, we were reporting on the suicides throughout the state in Lucasville Correctional Facility, Toledo Correctional Facility, and OSP in Youngstown. There was a guy that killed himself in July named Dane Butcher, a little young uh, white guy. He told this officer he was suicidal. He walked away. And uh, when he came back, Dane Butcher was dead. This was here in Toledo last year in July, and they brought him down the steps. Blood was coming out of his mouth and everything. And uh, so it, what we need more than anything also is we, we can uh, find some type of legal support from these um, these nonprofit legal entities like the ACLU of Ohio um, and the ACLU National Prison Project, Center for Constitutional Rights, anybody that could help organize a class action lawsuit or look into these issues of solitary confinement in the state of Ohio. I have been in solitary confinement since November, October, November of 2017. So it's been two years for me. And uh, they pretty much targeted me, Hassan, and different members of IWOP because they, in their their opinion, we're, uh, we're organizing prison work stoppages throughout the state and we're boycotting. We're also dealing with heavy mailroom censorship because we're trying to do a study group. And anybody that's interested in the study group, you can go on the website, Prison Abolition Syllabus 2.2. And the book that we're reading for the study group is Fran Fanning, The Wretched of the Earth, W.E.B. Du Bois, Black Reconstruction, Angela Davis, Are Prisons Obsolete? And one of the movie screenings is The Great Incarcerator Part 1, Part 2, and Centoria's Story, Ghost Hunting, and 3,000 Nights, produced by Dora Film Institute. 
recently they banned uh, the book called Condemned by Keith Lamar. Like I said, one of our comrades that's on death row. So, like, um, there's been a lot of retaliation. One of our comrades, Sean Swain, is connected with the Final Straw podcast. And recently, about three, four months ago, they transferred Sean Swain out of state and sent him to Virginia. So, like, I've been hearing about a lot of out-of-state transfers and I was transferred to Supermax and like they, they just been, uh, transferring us around and shipping us around, trying to keep us, um, trying to keep us all balanced and, and blocking phone numbers from outside IWAP members. I was also in communication with the Free Ohio movement is also in on this, uh, um, Central Ohio IWAC and Ohio Valley IWAC and, uh, Brother Washington Muhammad, uh, the Toledo Na- Nation of Islam, Black Lives Matter, they came up in the front parking lot during the national prison strike last year and showed their support. And it was like 15 members out there with WTLL News and the Toledo Blade with banners up supporting the hunger strikes and the work stoppages across the state and across the country for the national prison strike. So, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Keith Lamar and Hassan on death row in the state of Ohio and my brother, uh, Mustafa, who is AKA Mark Kingston. His number is 707-808. Y'all be hearing from him soon. Before I go, I'd like to want to give a shout out and a thanks for all, all the people out there that support the movement and revolutionary greetings to everybody, including Amani Farrar, Ben Turk, Cole Dirt, uh, Dorsey, uh, the Free Ohio Movement, Brianna, and definitely Oakland College, Chapter, the Social Justice Institute, Abolition Radio, the Final Star. Y'all, y'all have all been a great inspiration, and uh, the support is wonderful from everybody. Um, keep doing what you're doing. myself to the people. My name is Mark Hingston, but the comrades call me Mustafa. Currently, I'm a captive in the Toledo Correctional Institution, one of the many modern-day plantations built to warehouse the neo-slaves. I'm 37 years of age, and like most people in the United States of Corruption, I have been trapped in the system and therefore slaves by the 13th Constitutional Amendment since adolescence. I was nearly 11 when I went to the juvenile detention facility on 2020 Auburn Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio, never ever getting completely free from the system, off probation, parole, etc. Five years later, I was bound over and tried as an adult at the age of 16 and sentenced to do six years in the Ohio Department of Corruption where no rehabilitation is offered. The ODOC is what they call it. With that being said, you can understand that my experiences have led me to be an advocate to abolish prison for youth, the prison industrial complex in general, and the judicial system 
with its policies, rules, and procedures that almost guarantee a conviction of the minority or poor people of the world. Also, free the slaves, destroy the 13th Constitutional Amendment, to paraphrase the sister Asada Shakur, revolutionaries are not born, they are created by environment and circumstance. Now, I want to take this time to mention a few activists that evolved into the movement due to the current state of oppressive conditions of the world we exist in today. Stay strong, Brother Imam, Sadiq Abdullah Hassan. Stay strong, Brother Chief Bermani Lamar. Stay strong, Brother Nathaniel Ware. Free the Lucasville Five. Thank you for their activism, Sister Armani Sawari. Thank you for daring to struggle behind these walls, Brother David Easley, Matthew Houston, and all the other brothers and sisters fighting for the righteous cause for the people. Power to the people. The struggle continues. It must continue. There are some brave brothers and sisters here in the United States of corruption fighting for the same thing, the right to vote for those that are incarcerated, the right to have social life, the right to have human dignity. I truly believe that when prisoners have the right to vote and only then will our issues be heard. Stop massive incarceration. Stop prolonged solitary confinement. Abolish the death penalty. The rapper slash musician, Nick Mills, is part of an organization called Reform Alliance. And their goal is to get a million people out of the system within the next five years. Well, this will only be an achievable goal if prisoners have the right to vote and therefore are seen as human beings not stop or cattle. I urge the Reform Alliance movement to get behind the prisoners' right to vote and to eventually get with abolition of this slave system altogether. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to past episodes or read their transcripts on our website at www.rustbeltradio.org. This show was co-produced by the Rust Belt Abolition Radio Crew, A. Maria, Cape Syed, and Alejo Stark. Original music by Bad Infinity. <laughs>